1: It's time for Thriller Thursdays here
2: on the Mutual Audio Network.
3: The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance.
1: The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk,
4: who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting
2: crime on the streets to crime in the stars. And now episode 148, Return to Death River.
5: Uh, what's a what?
0: Stip. What's a stip? I'm sure that's what he said. Now, this is the same
5: guy who asked you uh, who Mickey Mouse was, right?
0: Well, yeah, that was kind of odd.
2: That and using the term comrades and referencing the Israeli Defense Force would lead me to believe he is foreign.
0: Yeah. Really foreign. Think so? I'm just wondering why he is so convinced I'm taking pictures of what he was calling a stip. It has to mean something.
2: We believe he might be a spy trying to steal information concerning STIP operations. Which is? It's possible that he is referring to the Scientific and Technical Information Program, or STIP, which is a U.S. Department of Defense program for managing scientific
5: and engineering data. Leading us to the conclusion that he's part of a spy ring.
3: So he's probably more interested in the man in both photos. There's probably a connection between the mystery man and the subject of those pictures. None of this really makes a lot of sense.
5: I you know, Most cases start off that way, but once you discover the key evidence, it all starts falling into place.
2: Are you going to be okay to drive home?
0: Yes, but you'll keep me informed, right? Of course, Claire. I'll personally contact you as the leads develop.
2: Jim, he's close to the Essex airfield now.
0: I'll let you all get to it. I'll be waiting for your call, Kelly. Drive carefully. Be safe. You too. The scientific and technical what?
2: Information program. It's all I could think of.
3: Thought that was pretty good. And Jim, linking that to him possibly being a spy, you guys are still pretty fast on your feet.
0: Fast on your feet in a non-literal sense. Well, let's hope she
5: bought it.
3: Let's not just stand around talking. Jim... Kelly's going with you in the car, and Daddy and I will head back to Hawk Haven.
5: Uh, you sure about this, Kate? What? You don't trust me? Oh, it's not that, Kelly. It's just, uh, well... It's
3: just that you're used to me as a partner. Kelly's your partner now. I'm supposed to be recovering, remember?
2: She's right, Jim. Here, take the tracker and go.
5: All right, you're right. So, you ready to go there, partner? Mount up, let's go.
3: I have to admit, it was rather strange seeing my sister leave with Jim on a case. It's something that he and I did many times over the past several years. I know they're right, Kelly is Jim's partner at the detective agency, and I have moved on to Homeland Security, but still, it felt kind of strange. Dad and I drove back to Hawk Haven together, since it was late afternoon on Sunday, Eastbound traffic was fairly light on the Bay Bridge. I sat there thinking about all the things that have happened this last month and watched the trip markers go by Kent Narrows Bridge, Y Mills, Easton, Trap, the Choptank River Bridge, then Cambridge and home. I didn't have the least bit of trouble sleeping. The next morning, I enjoyed my coffee and wondered what my old friends out there were doing.
6: Good morning, Gabby. I trust you slept well?
7: Uh, Don't talk to me until I have my first cup of joe. Joe? Coffee. I have my maker set to have a fresh pot every morning.
6: It smells quite nice, actually.
7: Hey, get your own.
6: I have my own brew right here. We call it Macca.
7: So, do you go into your favorite Macca shop and say, give me a Macca mocha and make it Milky Monica?
6: What's mocha and who is Monica?
7: There she is. How you doing this morning, Cap? I am roaring
6: and ready to go. She obviously stores hers under her bed.
7: Obviously.
0: Stores what under my
6: bed?
7: All of that morning energy.
6: We need to move out shortly. Now, the three of us work on different units for measuring time and distance. To make it simple, we'll use the intergalactic units of measure.
7: I had enough trouble learning the metric system.
6: This should be easy enough for you, Gabby. The galactic system is very close to your planet system, so set your time mechanism to IGT standard. On my mark, it will be 0600 hours. Mark. I'm sure that both of you are familiar with galactic distance measurements, as you must operate this vehicle using that standard. That won't be a problem. What is his position now?
7: He's stationary back at the hotel
6: uh, he's probably eating breakfast
7: I'm sure
6: it's about the only place one can go for a decent meal right, let's move out we have at least the 15 minute walk to the abandoned building
7: ramp down engaging security
6: You'd think at this hour most people would still be in bed. I'm sure you've noticed how hot this planet can be. Most of the commerce takes place in the evening and early morning hours when it's the coolest.
7: I was hoping there wouldn't be a whole lot of foot traffic. We kind of stand out a bit, don't you think?
6: No concerns, Gabby. Word gets around quickly in these small villages. I'm sure that everyone knows that I'm a former seeker not to be reckoned with.
0: I still don't trust this KL character. He could be setting
7: us up for some kind of ambush. She's right. For all we know, he could have reached out to Colonel Zandu and made a better financial arrangement.
6: I really don't think so. Yes, money is his driving force, but an even stronger one is self-preservation. He was spot on when he said that rage would never match what I offered. He also knows what would happen to someone who double-crossed the seeker. I think we'll be all right.
7: He's moving. The hotel is right up on this corner.
6: There he is. No eye contact, just keep moving.
7: He's headed right to Brady's. Should we monitor him?
6: I don't want to draw any attention. You monitor with an earpiece. Just let us know if he tries anything funny. I doubt seriously that he will. He knows we've bugged the place.
7: Okay, I've got him.
6: Continue to the rendezvous point. The sooner we get there, the better.
7: What are we going to do
0: if Y5 refuses to go without a fight?
6: I fully expect him to fight. I just don't know how many we'll be fighting. We'll have the element of surprise, and so far it's four against two.
7: Twelve. It's four against twelve. I just heard Brady say that ten mercenaries have joined him.
6: Well, that certainly changes things, but it's still manageable. Manageable? Really?
0: Those are three to one
6: odds. Manageable odds in my line of work, Captain Tam. If they don't see us coming, we can succeed.
7: We might be in luck. I just heard Brady say, hold on. Okay, I just heard him say that he's sending some special weapons. It sounds like they're going to attack the camp.
6: Oh, that's excellent news. That means we'll have access to new weapons.
0: On the other hand, that also means someone will most likely be waiting for us on the supply dock.
6: The more the merrier.
8: Hatches secured and in the green.
1: We have a green light. Stand by for umbilical detachment.
8: Standing by.
1: Oxygen supply is at 95%. Fuel cells showing 100.
8: Copy. O2 at 95 and fuel at capacity.
1: Switch to onboard power and run checklist.
8: Switching to onboard power. Banks 1 through 5 are green. O2 circulation pump is engaged. We are green across the board. Oxygen now at 100% ready for umbilical detachment.
1: Umbilical release. Locking bolts releasing in 3, 2, 1. Copy.
8: We are in free drift. Standing by for Retro Burn.
1: You are go for Retro Burn. Firing.
8: Positive drift.
1: Simon, Sam, on behalf of Bar Station, we wish you smooth sailing and we've enjoyed having you aboard. You are cleared for departure. Thank you,
8: BSS. On behalf of myself and Sam, we thank you for your hospitality. Initiating full power in three, two, one. Simon. What is it now? Are we there yet? <laughs> Don't even start with me. I hope you're not going to be like this all the way home. Home? I haven't been to my home in a while. There's still time to reprogram our destination. Oh, That's quite alright. I'm really in no hurry to go back to Hanga. I just wish I knew exactly where I was going. Am I staying with you? Or do I have to put up with Nelson? I wouldn't mind staying with Captain Richards, though. Isn't she the one who took you down at St. Louis? Yes. The first time I saw her in that barbecue restaurant, I was a goner. From what I understand, you nearly were. I think you could rule Tracy out. She moved on to a city called Houston. Hmm. Then set course for Houston. Oh, dear, dear. This is going to be a long trip. Seriously. Seriously. I wonder why they want me back on Earth. That's probably the most intelligent question you've ever asked. Oh, thanks. I have absolutely no idea what they want. And I seriously doubt if they know either. I've asked you this before, but are you sure you're not aware of any Hongan operation back on Earth? Like I said, Simon, I don't know of any ongoing operation. I have been gone for a while, so there could be. Once we're back, is there any way you could tell? Only if I were assigned a target there. Then we would be made aware of each other's presence, so we could avoid interfering with a mission. Now, you are aware that we have different physical traits, aren't you? I'm a dominant, meaning I have five digits instead of six, and my hair is dark instead of blue. Yes, I'm quite aware of your differences. I can see where six fingers would make you stand out, but... Where I'm from, blue hair is not uncommon. Really? Your people have blue hair too? Blue, orange, pink, green, whatever you can imagine. Then I wonder why we were instructed to dye blue hair to dark brown. Because multicolored hair is more common among the young. It's not a natural occurrence. It's more of a fashion statement. Middle-aged men in old business suits with blue hair would draw unwanted attention. So, did you have blue hair when you were younger? I bet you were a renegade, Tony Simon. I wouldn't be surprised if you had painted your whole body blue and shaved your head. Oh, dear, 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 dear. This is going to be a long trip.
3: Well, good morning, sis. Where are you right now?
0: Well, last night, Jim dropped me off at Pyramid's, and I picked up my car and came here to Aunt Karen's. Jim said he was going back to his apartment.
3: Okay, so fill me in on what happened.
0: Well, we picked up Hank's signal with no problem. He took us downtown, and you're not going to believe where. Try me. He went into a pawn shop I believe you are quite familiar with.
3: Joanne Harris?
0: The same,
3: I don't believe it.
0: See, I told you you wouldn't believe me. Well, he came out of the pawn shop with someone else, and you're not going to believe where they went next.
3: Well, you got me once. Try me again.
0: Do you remember Quan Quo?
3: No. No way. The delivery man from the restaurant? Yeah,
0: the guy you and Officer Mac tracked down, and he took cyanide before you could get to him. He was
3: passing classified information to a group sponsored by Rage... This pretty much confirms that this is a rage operation. Now, who was that someone else that Hank left with?
0: We haven't tracked that down yet. I think that's one of the things Jim is going to be working on this morning. He said he was going to talk to Nelson about the case you and Mac worked.
3: You know, you're talking to the best source of information on that case.
0: Kate, the doctors were very clear that you may have gaps of memory loss. I think Jim wants Nelson and Mac's perception, and then he can fill in the gaps with yours. You mean he doesn't
3: trust my memory?
0: Okay. Look,
3: I fully understand. It doesn't bother me. I am concerned, though, that this leads back to Sweden and Wong's attempt to blow up the TV tower in Gothenburg. This means that your case is still about disrupting STIP operations and communication sources.
0: I wonder if the emergency services in St. Louis was also part of it. I
3: would say that's a yes.
0: Why destroy all of the STIP units? I can understand the communications network, but why all STIP units? The mastermind
3: was Enrich von Longer. He wanted to shut down portals between us and alternate Earth. He claimed he saw what advanced technology could do to a society, and he didn't want our side to go down that path. Personally, I think he was just a deranged old man.
0: Sounds like your old cases are coming full circle. Wasn't that your first case as an IDF officer?
3: Yes, and at the time, Jim was not aware of the IDF. Or
0: aliens among us. That must have been tough to hide.
3: It was. I was pursuing a case on two levels, one with the SIS and the other with the IDF. One slip of the tongue about aliens and I'd be out of the Baltimore PD for psych Well, thanks for the update. Are you coming home today?
0: I'm going into the office this morning. Jim will catch up a little later, and we'll call with any new details.
3: All right, sis. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.
2: Hey, good morning. What did Kelly have to say?
3: She and Jim followed Hank to the pawn shop owned by Joanne Harris.
2: That's the woman that shot Jim. I'd heard it was bought by a chain store franchise of pawn shops and check cashing businesses.
3: That's right. Hank left with someone and went to Quo's old apartment.
2: That's too much to be a coincidence. This is a rage operation for sure. Have you heard from Jim?
3: No. But knowing him, he's tracking down whoever bought the pawn shop and also who's renting the old apartment.
2: With Heinrich, Stefan, and their accomplice in jail, this is a much bigger operation than we thought. I
3: know. I've been told to stay out of this. But this is hitting too close to home.
2: I think maybe it's time to give Holiday a call. This is turning into a matter for Homeland Security.
3: I don't know, Daddy. I've been directed to stand down and continue my rehab.
2: Maybe I can talk to it. You did fine on this little op we just finished. I don't think it'll hurt to call and tell them you need to do something instead of just sitting
3: around. I won't have to. It's Jake. Kate Hawk?
4: Kate, Jake Holiday. How's the rehab going? I understand you did a little field work yesterday.
3: All I really did was have lunch with Kelly in Essex. Jim and Daddy did all the work.
4: I just talked to Jim and he filled me in on what's happening. I suppose you know about the pawn shop and the old apartment by now.
3: Yes, I just got off the phone with Kelly.
4: Jim said you did fine yesterday and recommended you be put back on active duty. How do you feel about that?
3: That's great.
4: We'll Come in tomorrow and meet with Barbara. We'll fill you in on everything we have and work out an assignment from there. How about 11.30 tomorrow morning?
3: I can be there. No problem.
4: Great. We'll see you then.
3: I'm looking forward to it. He wants me to report to Barbara tomorrow morning.
2: That's great news. Are you sure you feel up to it?
3: Are you kidding, Daddy?
2: <laughs> I, I don't know why I even asked. Do you think you need to call Jim and catch up?
3: He'll call me when he's ready. I'm sure he was the one to convince Jake to get me back in the game.
2: I couldn't be happier for you. I know it's been a long, hard journey to get back to normal.
3: Well, at least normal as normal can be.
1: Lister. I trust you are finding your accommodations suitable.
5: I am in no mood for a frivolity controller.
1: I apologize that your cell is not as nice as the ones we had on Latumis. Unfortunately, you and your people pretty much destroyed that facility.
5: As we will destroy you and the IDF.
1: Unlike Rage, under intergalactic law, you will be given a fair trial. I'm sure I will. Arrangements are being made to provide you with legal representation. Perhaps, with a good lawyer, you can avoid execution.
5: If I had to spend the rest of my life in this crawl hole, I prefer execution.
1: You do not have that luxury, Lister. The legal process will run its course. Now, you can help your cause if you cooperate with our interrogation team.
5: Are you serious?
1: Yes, I am. You have a wealth of information that is very valuable to us. Cooperate and things will be much easier for you.
5: Easier? You must think I'm a fool, controller. Prison is prison. There's nothing easier about it.
1: Don't be too hasty in deciding. There is no chance of reducing your sentence, but we can make that sentence tolerable. Or we can make it a living crawl. It's up to you.
5: Tolerable? How can a life sentence be more tolerable?
1: You can spend the rest of your life in an 8x8 unit, eating the wonderful food provided to you by the prison cooks. Or... An alternate confinement. How can
5: confinement anywhere be more tolerable?
1: There is a moon in the Caprius solar system that supports life. It is quite primitive and closed to travel. It is actually a penal colony.
5: I've never heard of such a place.
1: Precisely. And we want to keep it that way. You won't be confined to a cell. In fact, you'll be free to move about at your own free will. This
5: sounds too good to be real.
1: Oh, it's real, I assure you. Again.
5: It sounds too good. What's the catch?
1: How good are your survival skills? You will have no tools, no weapons, only the jumpsuit you are wearing. There is plenty of game and fauna, and you'll be fine as long as you avoid the poisonous plants and animals. Oh yes, did I forget to mention the animals? Hungry animals.
5: This sounds more like a death sentence. What chances do I have of surviving?
1: Others have.
5: Others? I won't be alone.
1: We've sent some of the most notorious criminals in the galaxy there. Perhaps if you play nice and make friends, they'll let you live. So, life in this cell, or an open planet with no walls. Your choice. You're not
5: leaving me much of a choice, Controller.
1: Just to be humane about it, we will provide you with three days of rations, and water purification tablets, and one cooking pot.
5: How incredibly generous of you. What will become of Lenora and Mandu?
1: Their crimes are less serious. For their cooperation, they will receive a reduced sentence. Are they
5: cooperating?
1: I'm not at liberty to say. I will return this time tomorrow to hear your decision. Accompanying me will be two IDF investigators to take your statement. For your own good, Lister, I advise you to cooperate.
9: I was unaware of this bunker. It's one of two listening posts for the main bunker. It was used during the war.
7: Stopping here was a good idea. Otherwise, we would have reached the bunker at dusk. That wouldn't be the safest place to be at dusk. How far is it to the bunker?
9: Well, in terms of time, uh, to about your midday meal.
7: Well, for me, that's a long ways off. I'm in the middle of a 40-hour fast.
9: 40 standard hours? Now, why would you do that?
7: It sharpens my senses. Right before a battle, I'll take a few shots of this, and I'm a lean, mean, fighting machine.
9: Interesting. Hmm. Let's go in and formulate our plan. (laughs) Here, open up your personal use device and load these plans.
7: Okay.
0: You can project this, can't you?
7: Yeah, we'll use this wall here. Just a second. There you go.
9: This is an elevation view of the entrance. Interesting.
6: It's a solid mountain face. I take it there's a large door disguised as a cliff
9: face. You'd be correct. Now right here will be a gate guard. I'm sure one will be there because of the extra personnel Wi-Fi picked up. I don't expect any trouble here, since Brady has informed them that a shipment is arriving. He'd
6: better be right about that, otherwise we'd be an easy target sitting in this valley.
7: I don't like this. Things could go south quickly.
9: Uh, I don't think so. The river's to the south. We wouldn't survive. I think she means things could go downhill.
6: In other words, bad.
9: And you two will be easy to hide, but Jaffra... Mm... You might be a problem. Don't
6: worry about me. I'm confident I can remain out of sight. Why don't you two go inspect the cargo and see what kind of weapons we'll have at our disposal?
7: All right, that sounds like fun. Only you would find inventory and weapons fun.
6: I didn't want them to hear this, but I don't like anything about this. If Wi-Fi has some of those extra troops deployed outside, they could move in behind us and we'd be trapped.
9: You're assuming that he knows you're coming? As far as anyone knows, a shipment of weapons is due there around midday. They're expecting me, so our arrival will be nothing out of the ordinary. I wouldn't put anything past Wi-Fi. He's a
6: total paranoid. We'll need to be ready for anything. Jaffra! Coming! Yes, Scabby, what is it?
7: We definitely have a problem. Check out what's in this crate.
6: It can't be. Nuclear weapons?
4: Why does Wi-Fi need nuclear weapons?
7: Will Lister take the controller up
4: on his offer? And Kate's back to work. What will she discover about Hank? Find out the answers to these questions and more in the next episode of the Hawk Chronicles, Breaching the Bunker.